0: hello fabulous friends fans and superstars welcome to your horoscope for the week of march 3rd 2024 i am your astrologer nadia shaw thank you for being here it is a remarkable astrological week without a doubt big moose happening in the sky now boy is this a very special time powerful energies with us now and if i had to choose one star of the show with a week like this it's got to be Uranus. Uranus is a key player and super active now. We've got conversations of tension that do denote a sense of frustration and challenge, a desire for things to be different or perhaps surprises showing up that we have to adapt to very quickly that don't necessarily feel comfortable. But this is the work that is in front of us to do right now. But we also have energies of breakthroughs with the harmonious connections that Uranus is making to other power players now as well. And to me, this is rather fascinating in a few ways. One thing that makes it fascinating is it is essentially the same core energy, an energy of truth and change and clarity, an energy of personal revolution, an energy of wanting things to be different. When we have a harmonious connection, it can feel like we're flowing with the changes. It can feel as if, whether you want to call it luck or life or the cosmos, are on our side for some lovely developments to take place, for us to be surprised in ways that allow exciting changes to occur. When it's the hard aspects, there's still excitement there, but it comes about, or at least the change that spirit of revolution comes about more as an imperative, like it has to happen and it has to happen right now and that we're the only ones who are going to make it happen. There's an inner frustration that is desiring an outlet of one kind or another. And it isn't always a direct path that gets us to the changes we desire, but it is our own sense of frustration with our current circumstances that ends up being the driving force. It is the motivation, it is the energy, it is the willingness to take on the challenge that makes powerful changes and transformations possible to us now. Now, Uranus is a fascinating vibration, uh, one that I have written about and spoken about so much over the years. Uh, The origin myth of Uranus is explored in one of my books called Prayers to the Sky, which is kind of like astrological magic light is how I see that book. Uh, But as part of my upcoming course at Synchronicity University, Outer Planet Transits, Times of Change, Fate, and Pain, as part of Uranus's creation story. I've often emphasized how out of chaos was born Gaia. Gaia was the earth and she was complete in and of herself, but she was lonely. And from her desire for companionship, for partnership, came forward Uranus serve as her partner but uranus ended up being quite the cad not necessarily the best partner to have and, and lots of things followed from there including him getting castrated by his son Saturn and and so on, right? Uh, You know, if you've watched me for a while, I love talking about these myths. And I've talked about this specific understanding uh, of the Uranian myth before. But interestingly, uh, here's another layer to consider. And that is that in certain regions of ancient Greece, it wasn't that Gaia created Uranus of herself, but rather she mated with Ether. And together they gave birth to Uranus, who would then go on to uh, be somebody that she would have children with uh, as well of their own. Perhaps and arguably the most important laying out of the genealogy of the birth of the gods of ancient Greece can be found in Hesiod's Theogony. Um, and it is here that he goes from the, the highest order, the greatest gods, right down to the lowliest of deities, um, outlines in great detail their creation and their order. Hesiod actually says that um, Gaia did give birth to Uranus to be the personification of heaven. If you consider that Uranus is the personification of heaven, and you also consider that this is an energy that is erratic, that is uncertain, that is not stable. It is an energy that represents the unpredictable. Uh, It represents the revolutionary impulse, the impulse to just wipe a slate clean and start all over again. As I said, Uranus was a cad. He liked to get around. He liked to have his fun. He liked to be free. This is the God of freedom as we understand it today. It is so fascinating to me that he was created to be the personification of heaven itself. Now, heaven has been understood differently, but of course, it's always been conceptualized as a place of peace, as a place uh, of reward and rest. After a lifetime of toil, when we look at how, especially in modern times, the notion of heaven has been contemplated, it's rather interesting to consider uh, some artistic explorations in our human understanding of, of wanting to reconcile ourselves with this understanding of a place that's supposed to be so fulfilling, so peaceful. Uh, A couple of modern uh, examples come to mind. Now, one is from the original Twilight Zone, Rod Serling's Twilight Zone. I grew up watching uh, these black and white episodes on TV late at night. I have loved and was nourished as a child on Rod Serling's uh, original Twilight Zone episodes. And one of these episodes is called A Nice Place to Visit. And this episode talks about how there's a man who is a criminal, he dies, um, and he is awakened, and he believes himself to be in heaven, and he believes himself to be with his guardian angel because he is in a place where he can have everything he wants. And so this is a place of fulfillment, and very soon he gets really bored. It is a life without any challenge it is a life without any need to pause any need for contemplation and it goes on like this for eternity for literal eternity which is another signature of what heaven is the big reveal here's the spoiler alert that's about to come the big reveal at the end is that he says to his uh, presumed guardian angel you know, I'm bored of it here. Let's go to the other side. Uh, and then the guardian angel is revealed to be the devil, and he says, But this is the other side. Uh, in a more modern retelling of this same notion, and thinking about the series, uh, a recent series called The Good Place, and it's this idea that uh, someone wakes up, they believe themselves to be in heaven the main character, Eleanor. uh, And she knows that she's not supposed to be there because she didn't lead a very good life, not the kind of life that would get you into heaven anyways, uh, only to find out that she's actually not in the good place. She's in the bad place. So the idea of us as human beings contemplating and playing with notions of what does heaven actually feel like and look like? What does it actually entail? And what might hell actually be like? It's converse, what might that entail? What gets us to one place or the other? This is something that we have been contemplating uh, in our own corners of the world for many, many a millennia. And so, at this point (laughs) where we are in millennia, In the context of the cosmos of this week, Uranus is the big player. First, speaking in a conversation of tension with Venus, and then speaking in harmony with Mercury. But the really, really big news is that we are going to end the week with the Sun speaking in harmony with Uranus, but simultaneously we get mars speaking in a conversation of tension with uranus uh, in the middle of all of these energies we get mercury meeting neptune as well so these are the energies we're looking at in the context of this week neptune is kind of like the opposite of what uranus is where uranus is the awakening uranus is the clarity neptune is the dream Neptune is that sense of pink, misty, fog, and beauty, and hope, and fantasy. Where Uranus is the starkness of reality, seeing it in the clear light of day. Neptune is being underwater where the sun doesn't even get. Neptune is the hope and fear that colors our vision. So that we don't know what is real. And it is fascinating that we are going to get the planet of mind and perception meeting Neptune on Friday. Which means we're just not seeing things clearly, but then we're also being shaken awake. And so the most shocking of this week, if I had to choose one thing, it would be Mars square Uranus. I think in many ways, this energy is going to be the defining characteristic of this week in many ways for many of us. Mars is adrenaline. It is a shot of steroids. Have you ever been up and close to somebody who maybe is taking a little bit too much steroids? Everybody do whatever it is that feels right for you to do in light of your unique circumstances. And I am sure, and I have seen people who have taken muscle-enhancing supplements, including steroids, um, be very pleasant and nice people. But I have also seen them not be very pleasant and nice people. Really, uh, people who are very, very quick to anger, quick to impulse, um, now, what that impulse is? Well, it depends a lot on you know the base that you're working with. If you are a person with a lot of wounds, you take steroids, and it just brings that much more adrenaline and obviousness to that wounding and how you're reacting to the world. And the truth is, we all have our traumas. We all have our wounding. Where it is that a person is coming from? A place of some restraint? Um, well. They tend to approach different areas of life with that restraint and their reactions in terms of when they are on these uh, muscle enhancing supplements, their dosage can be restrained, but then often their reactions and stuff will reflect uh, the base that they're working with anyways and whom it is they're interacting with and how that person is evoking whatever's taking place within them now. And why do I share all of this? because whether or not you are on steroids in one way or another, in at least one area of life, it may feel like you are, or it may feel like somebody in your life is, with their out of proportion reaction to a given moment, to a given stimuli. Whatever is most primal in terms of our survival instinct, in terms of the wounds that put those survival instincts in place, which is part of the symbolism of Mars. It is going to be that which is receiving that shot of adrenaline, that shot of steroids and the reactions just might surprise us. The fact that um, we've got these energies happening almost simultaneously late in the week. First on Friday, we get Neptune meeting Mercury in the sky. This dreamy perception fantasy, right? It's about delving into the dream and thinking, this is what it is, this is what it is to be. But then we simultaneously on Saturday get these powerful energies of the jolt of Mars square Uranus. But also we get the sun speaking in harmony with that Uranus, which tells me that regardless of whatever kind of jolt you're getting, whatever it is that feels like you're getting that shot of adrenaline in a given moment, how we respond to it and how connected we remain to the things within ourselves that we like. Earlier today, I came across a lovely video on the Oracle of Delphi uh, by Kaz Rowe, Uh, and this video was smart and engaging and just uh, a beautiful storytelling. Uh, It talked about, of course, the actual Oracle uh, of Delphi location where I have been. Uh, It is uh, quite powerful to be there to consider that this was a pilgrimage site that people came uh, to from far away to receive a divine message. But this really was also a temple to Apollo. And Apollo is uh, a sun god. uh, And Apollo represented truth and prophecy and rationality. And I think it's so interesting to consider how the ancient Greeks understood how archetypally these are one and the same. Whereas now in our world, in our modern mindset, we think of prophecy as more the realm of Neptune, for example, right? It's traveling dreams, if you will, receiving wisdom in those spaces of altered consciousness. But rationality and truth, we see that as a a whole other way in which to approach the world and ourselves and our lives. That wasn't necessarily the case in a more integrated worldview that we found, the symbolic mindset that we found in the ancient world. Astrologically, though, Apollo representing the sun, this is a symbol of truth and rationality and self and identity. But yeah, it's also prophecy as well, because when you know yourself, which is what the sun represents, who you are at your core, your understanding of what it is to feel so much like you that you feel lighter as you move through the world. But when you know yourself, you know what's coming. Like your instincts are very often very good. You understand what could be coming up for you. And that in and of itself, self-knowledge in and of itself is a type of way in which to access prophecy. And so the fact that we get Uranus, this energy of truth and delight and surprise when it's speaking in harmony with a particular planet, like it is now with the sun at the end of the week. The fact that this energy kicks in along with that Mars square Uranus, it tells me that a lot of us are going to feel like we have a choice to make. There's the moment of stimuli. We might want to lash out. We might want to get defensive. We might want to get angry. And anger can be sacred as well. In fact, I would say any human emotion is sacred. If it becomes some part of your journey towards greater love and greater wisdom, it is sacred. But the power of choice is a great privilege that we don't all always get. And when we have that moment where we can appreciate the power of the choices that we do have, and to realize through the heaviness of emotion that might be present now, uh, through the anger, through the frustration, through the emotional jolt that we might feel now, that in the midst of that feeling, we have a choice. That is a blessing, but that's often a blessing that we have earned, probably through trial and error, and this might be one such trial at this given moment. Awakening, I would say, is always good. It doesn't always come about in ways that feel easy or in ways that feel calm. In fact, it is when we have moments of challenge that the best of us is really able to come forward that much more. And that's part of the gift of this time to get to see just how exceptional you can be in your own unique journey, how you can choose a more elevated sense of approach That, in turn, welcomes in surprises that delight. Rather than merely reacting to a stimuli like Pavlov's dogs, it is so much more powerful to have that split second in the middle where we have the stimuli, but we also know that we have a choice. That is what it is to become more enlightened, to become lighter, And to become more authentically and centered in an authentic version of you we have an interesting mirroring effect to this energy that actually takes place earlier in the week which i think in some ways is going to prepare us it's almost the trial run uh, to energies that are going to feel a lot more concentrated and a lot more obvious at the end of the week the sun and mercury are traveling close in the sky now And Venus and Mars are traveling close in the sky as well. The Sun and Mercury are in the energy of Pisces in and of itself, very dreamy, very mystical energy. It is Venus and Mars that are in the sign of Aquarius, A very detached, analytical, uh, usually rational, but also highly intuitive and instinctual energy in and of itself. And just like at the end of the week, we have this almost simultaneous contrast of energies with Mars squaring Uranus while the Sun is speaking in harmony with Uranus, it is at the beginning of the week on Sunday that Venus will square Uranus and then on Monday, Mercury will sextile Uranus, will make that harmonious connection. And so this is the dress rehearsal, I think, for some of us out there. However, in and of itself, these energies stand as well venus square uranus tends to suggest a time when romantic surprises do not go as planned are not suggested (laughs) it is not about engaging them romantic surprises can take you in all kinds of directions you hadn't anticipated and because venus is not only goddess of love but she's also goddess of beauty as well um, you want to be mindful uh, if it is that you are having a rebellious impulse and you want to express it through your beauty or style or fashion choices, Uh, however they find you, you want to express it through the expression of your own unique beauty, Just know that the results are not going to be what you necessarily expect. And just when you think it's a good idea, you just might change your mind. Something just might flip for you in some way. Now, this can apply to anything from a new wardrobe, from a whole other hairstyle that you've never done before and you don't even know, but you feel like now's the time you're going to do it. Yeah, your results might take you all over the place and so be mindful of that Uh, and certainly i would say because of the very changeable nature of this energy of venus square uranus um, anything that is permanent or semi-permanent like tattoos or piercings or cosmetic procedures you might want to just pause just a little bit especially at the beginning of the week and even i would say at the end of the week as well because we have that mirroring effect happening uh venus square uranus to start the week mars square uranus to end the week yeah, just know that uh, results can take you in all kinds of directions as well. So pace yourself and be yourself. You know, I like to say that. The fact that Mercury will sextile Uranus on Monday, it does tell me that we get glimpses of insight, or at least we're able to have the right conversation, the right understanding, uh, receive the right information, so that we're able to see through perhaps a moment that feels a little chaotic, to understand Really, understanding can go a very long way to understand, and from there, from that understanding, we find some sense of clarity, uh, some sense of garnering wisdom as well. It is also Mercury sextile Uranus that in and of itself can speak to good news. That's how I see this energy. It's good news that finds us. It's opportunity that feels like it could be really good, that it brings a sense of delight. And we tap into it consciously and we run with it. We take action in support of it. And it really can help us to create a positive set of circumstances in our lives. And so, yes, whether that news finds us through text messages, through uh, emails, through regular mail, uh, whether it is good news related to what's happening on the world stage, that's possible here as well. Remember, the Sun and Mercury both are in an energy uh, of Pisces, and Pisces has to do with oneness, it has to do with completion, it has to do with peace as well. So I'm hopeful on that front. However, the fact that we get those really erratic energies, especially late in the week of Mars where Uranus, um, that could be really unexpected uh, aggression that feels shocking. And I'm so sorry to say that, but it is one possibility. Now, another possibility, of course, is frustration, trying to figure out what to do so that meaningful change can actually occur. The fact that we get those harmonious uh, connections of Uranus, two planets in Pisces, do suggest that there is that measure of frustration, but it's also a sense of motivation to move towards greater peace and greater harmony for more of us out there. What I love about this week for us, there's so much here. It's a powerful and meaningful astrological moment. I am going to say, well, I... We do love the energy of the Sun sextile Uranus I think that is just such a sweet energy um, it is energy of good luck um, but it's the kind of luck that we tap into consciously it's not that it just visits us but we're able to recognize potential and possibility and by taking some step we find the rewards are there as well and as much as there are energies of chaos here I do want to be straightforward whether that's chaos within ourselves within our own energy, within our hearts, there is also real potential here to find understanding and to find compassion. And where it is that we have compassion for ourselves, for our own struggles, for our own reactions, for our own past, and how they're contributing to sort of automatic responses uh, that we find ourselves in today. Well, approaching those with compassion is the surest way to also bring meaningful healing. So that going forward, our reactions are actually something else. They're different. They're much more likely to be expressions of love. They're much more likely to be expressions of gentleness and kindness. And where it is that we can bring that to ourselves, we're that much more able to give it to more of others around us. Well, thank you so much for watching. What do you love about this week? Let me know in the comments below. I love reading you guys and to prove it to you, here's some of my most recent favorite comments. Thank you to everybody who likes, who comments, who subscribes, who shares, who thumbs up. All of it means so much. I'm so grateful for you, thank you. And of course, if you wanna know how all this wonderful stuff this week speaks to you in your sign, log on to NadiaShawSuperstars.com where you get expanded, exclusive video scopes each and every week for as low as just $3 a month with choose your membership rate. Higher tiers get you things like all access passes to Synchronicity University events, consultations with me, and so much more. All of this in the superstar space at NadiaShawSuperstars.com. Links are in the description below. Synchronicity University has some incredible programs starting this week. Our March season is in full effect this week, and this is so exciting. We've got four incredible programs for you. Uh, Now, of course, we do have Synchronicity University's world-famous Choose Your Tuition Rate, uh, which officially ended last week. However, if you're watching this early in the weekend enough, because the person who changes the price points and things like that, doesn't work on weekends, you might be able to still get in there at that $5 a class rate. But if not, no worries. You can choose the single classes that you want to take and you can get them on uh, SynchronistaUniversity.com as well. So let's talk about the programs that are in effect. My own course, which I mentioned earlier, Outer Planet Transits, times of change fate and pain we are going to go there with brand new mythologies we're going to be looking at brand new celebrity charts and this is really about exploring the shades of which we might experience transits of the big three outer planets uranus uh neptune and pluto uh, so the first class that starts this week is on Uranus. Uh, We're gonna look at brand new mythologies, as I said, but then we're also going to look at transits of Uranus through different houses in your chart and what that says. And then the following week, it'll be Neptune's turn, then Pluto's turn. Then we're going to look at in class four, um, outer planet transits to personal planets in your chart. And then we will look at outer planet transits, two outer planet transits, which are like generational uh, times of change. All of that is gonna be covered uh, coming up in the coming five weeks and it starts this week now. And that's my course. I'm back at Synchronicity University and this is after two weeks away. So it's pretty exciting. Thank you to everybody and all your enthusiasm and all the amazing people who have already signed up. I'm so grateful for your trust. I'm so excited about this class. I hope that you'll join us at synchronicityuniversity.com. Links are in the description below. Synchronicity University presents the amazing Zamboni Funk. I love Zamboni. He is wise. He is loving. He is brilliant. As you might have seen in the interview I did with him on understanding relationships and situationships and how it's all- changing for us, especially in the age of Aquarius with Pluto and Aquarius. Uh, But this course is going to be amazing. It's about using astrology effectively, figuring out the right questions to ask, but also it is jam-packed with techniques, techniques that are going to help you to be a better astrologer to really answer the questions that are being presented to you and so much more. Uh, He is a wonderful astrologer. As I said, he's brilliant. He's insightful. Uh, He does these daily videos that you can see on Instagram uh, and on TikTok every single day. I love those videos as well. So check out Zamboni Funk. You might be able to still get in there at just $5 a class, but if not, yeah, choose which single classes you want to join and join Zamboni only at SynchronicityUniversity.com. Links are in the description below. Synchronicity University presents the amazing and incredible Celeste Brooks, Wow, she is a hot commodity, I will tell you. She is proving to be very, very popular. Lots of people have already signed up for her Moon Mastery course. Uh, as we are at the very beginning of the week, you might be able to still get in there at choose your tuition rate. But really, uh, this is a course that is worth taking. And you can choose which courses you're going to take and take single classes as well. Uh, but Know that Celeste is going to help you to understand the moon in astrology in a whole new way. It truly is about moon mastery. And I think the moon is perhaps the most important symbol in the chart. Um, And I love how it is that this energy speaks to being at peace with yourself, being at home with yourself understanding what your comfort zone actually is and how to honor that and so much more. She's going to go through phases of the moon and so much. Now, I actually had a conversation with Celeste last week on Instagram Live, and it has gotten wonderful feedback. It was such a great conversation. So join me on Instagram so you can watch the replay of that as well. And I think you'll see why Celeste will be so amazing to learn from. You can find out a lot more about her class starting this week on Moon Mastery at SynchronicityUniversity.com. Links are in the description below. Synchronicity University presents an incredible March 2024 speaker series. It is going to be off the hook. Yes, I still say that phrase. I don't think Gen Z uses that phrase at all. But I am not Gen Z, and that's totally okay. Whatever generation we are, my generation says off the hook. It's going to be off the hook. We have incredible speakers, and I am going to start with our big dog astrologer for this series because you know I always try to get at least one big dog. We got a big dog. We have world-renowned astrologer, one of the leading voices in evolutionary astrology in the world today writer and award-winning astrologer, the one and only Maurice Fernandez is coming to Synchronicity University, and he is going to be doing a talk all about the Jupiter-Uranus conjunction. Um, Maurice, his voice is so calming. He is so steady, and he takes you on a journey with his talks, and this is a class that you don't want to miss. I'm just going to say it because I know it. A lot of people out there are going to be joining us live for this class, but even if you can't join us live, you get the replay. And even if you do join us live, you get the replay as well. And uh, it is going to be an evolutionary exploration of this upcoming huge moment of the decade of the Jupiter-Uranus conjunction, uh, which is going to happen in April of 2024 very, very soon. Uh, and so check out Maurice's talk all about that. Other incredible astrologers include Victoria Almoradi. She is gonna be teaching on children's astrology. She is so funny, she's so engaging, and she's so brilliant an astrologer as well. I actually got a bit of a mini reading from her and it was so moving to me. And I know that she is going to bring this incredible perspective and joy to the class that she teaches on children's astrology as part of the March 2024 speaker series. Fernando Guimaras is an amazing astrologer that I have known for so many years. He is a Brazilian astrologer, uh, and he's going to be looking at solar arcs in astrology. Uh, And this is a wonderful predictive technique. He's going to show you how to apply it right away to understand when big life changes and transitions occur for you. Uh, He's gonna help you to understand that, to be able to calculate it right on the spot, and to wow people at any party you go to, but it's not a party trick, right? also about you, your own journey, and you understanding what changes have occurred, what was happening in terms of a solar arc technique perspective, and what has yet to be. I've known Fernando for so many years. He is so loving. He's going to be wonderful to learn from. Catherine O'Connell is going to be teaching on dreams are your medicine, how to tap into the power of your dreams and the astrological understandings there. Towards your healing. Uh, I loved getting to know Catherine in the interview that I did with her. We just had so much fun. I giggled a lot in that, I will tell you, because she is so loving and uh, she brings this layered and poetic perspective that I think you're really going to enjoy. And Leanne McCafferty will be teaching on the ICMC axis. The IC is the lowest point of the chart. The MC is the highest point of the chart. And she's going to explore how they actually work with each other and off each other to help fulfill the potential and promise of both what it is that you really need to feel safe and also where it is that you're meant to fulfill some higher destiny for your life it works together and she's going to show you how and so you can see we have an incredible march 2024 speaker series coming up uh, and single classes will be available if you're getting in early in the week enough you might still be able to catch that five dollar a class uh, rate but yeah if you can't that's okay too you get to sign up for whatever class you want to take only at synchronicityuniversity.com links are in the description below and thank you thank you so much for this moment with you thank you for your trust i'm so so grateful for it uh my last couple days in brazil are bittersweet I love being here so much. And I'm looking forward to being back a little later this year as well. Uh, But I am going to be off to Chile early this week. I'm going to be hanging out there with Andy of Wise-Ass Astrology for the first days. uh, And then I am going to do what I do when I travel, which is be open, explore, meet people, enjoy life, learn something about myself, learn something about history and all those things that are so, so fun for a Sag Moon girl to do. I will be doing all those things if you're in Chile. It would be lovely to meet you for a hug uh and if you connect early enough in the week well you might be able to connect with andy as well who's one of my dearest friends and one of the most brilliant astrologers i know also but my goodness what a privilege it is to uh share this journey with you uh to glean wisdom and love through the exploration of the sky and to do that with you and you being here, really, it just means so much to me. Thank you for seeing me as some part of your sacred journey. I am so grateful for it. My shirt says, Feel the Magic. And then on the bottom, it says, Mystic Vibes. Mystic Vibes. I know that somebody's gonna ask about that. So that's what it is. It's a butterfly, there are transformations in effect. It was one day during the carnival here in Brazil uh, in February that I was this butterfly fairy type of character. And that was a really nice symbolism to tap into. And, and now, look, here's more butterflies. Let's see where the butterflies take me as I, I fly off to another place. Uh, and I'll be sharing that journey with you what that means and how that sense of metamorphosis continues to uncover itself. Because really, every day is a chance to uh, metamorphosize, right? Every day is a chance to understand how you're becoming more, becoming better, becoming different, more vibrant, how you're learning to soar more and more. Uh, It's a powerful consideration. So, yeah, isn't that interesting? This is my animal totem. For this moment as I prepare to go on my next journey and next adventure. Uh, for April, I will be in Canada. I'll be back in Toronto. Two reasons. One is I have tickets to see Bad Bunny <laughs> in Toronto. So I gotta, I gotta go, right? I I remember my last trip, I had to leave Uruguay because I was like, I got tickets to Daddy Yankee. I got to go. And now no matter what I think of Chile, no matter how much I love it, it's like, okay, I can only be there so long because I got to go see Bad Bunny. But then just days after the Bad Bunny concert in Toronto, we are going to have a total eclipse. A total eclipse is going to be happening that is visible in much of the Americas. And I'm going to be hanging out with Michael Barwick and his partner, and maybe some others with eclipse glasses. And I will be sharing my insights on that as well. So that'll be coming up, though, in April. Lots to look forward to. And then, of course, there is whatever the universe has planned for me, and however I stumble upon that. So that'll be exciting. And my hope is that you and I both stumble upon wonderful adventures, perfect for us, and that we're able to glean the wisdom in them that much more quickly as well. Thank you again for watching. Oh gosh, I'm so, so grateful for it. Thank you. It'll be a great week. Enjoy.